got it all, man. We got it all. Oh my God. Welcome, man. Welcome. Happy holidays. Hey, buddy. What's up? Welcome hey, to the Buff show. Boys. Oh, <laughs> Finnegan, all so over our guest. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Our guest today from the boys cast, What's Danny Polischuk. What's hey, up, Danny? Little gremlin looking dog. Yeah, yeah. He, that, we get that a lot. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Very hey. special Hanukkah edition of the yeah, Buff Hanukkah. Boys. Yeah, the allergies edition. The allergies edition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, we buddy. have a, we had a hey. Jewish guest for the Hanukkah episode. Oh, sick. Is this the first night of Hanukkah? Yes. yes. Yikes! Are you guys yeah. gonna light the menorah? Um, I don't have one. Hey, you, oh. <laughs> Finnegan, come down. Come down, Finnegan. There we go. There you go. Don't worry. Matt always asks the uh, guests if they're allergic to pets before they come over. Honestly, yes. it's funny because normally I wouldn't even... I, th- I don't know why I thought, like, you guys asked me, and I was like, should I ask if there's any pets? But normally, like, I don't. And then yeah. for some reason, I thought to you, and I'm like, no, why would I ask that? And then, like, literally uh, two minutes later, you were like, are you allergic to animals? Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Yeah. Um, did do you did you like grow up celebrating Hanukkah or any Jewish holidays? Uh, at all? Yeah, I went to fucking Jewish like deli? elementary school. Deli. Jewish deli. Yeah. <laughs> elementary school until like uh, high school. Yeah, and you're Canadian, so in Toronto yeah. there was the Jewish school. Uh, it was outside of Toronto. Okay, like Toronto's city. big mu- big Muslim population. Is it uh, really big yeah. Jewish population? Too. Oh man, yeah. you got to be careful, dude. <laughs> Things are fucking crazy right now, <laughs> yeah. folks. Welcome to the Buff Boys podcast. We're about to talk about Israel Palestine. <laughs> oh, really get into it. I'm sure the one thing that no one's ever talked about yeah, before yeah. on a that podcast. Yeah, the thing that nobody's talking about right now. Yeah, yeah the one thing that, that that nobody knows to address. Yeah. Didn't you you got you got in trouble at one point for like a Jewish joke thing on Twitter? I mean, you got in trouble for stuff like that. I all mean, the I'm time. currently banned from Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking tight, dude. Did you post some pictures? It's not of naked tight. Kids? Everybody keeps saying they go, what a badge of honor. I'm like, no, it's cool. Not dude. a badge of honor. It really sucks. Yeah, I got I got banned because I was like, look at this fucking cutie pie. It was a 14 year old child, <laughs> and they kick you off of Instagram. Yeah, right? dude. It's like, yo, Zuckerberg, have a heart. And you, it's you, Christmas. You couldn't appeal or anything. I didn't want to. Uh, I like that badge, dude. Yeah, that's <laughs> I'm the bad boy of Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is is that there's that doesn't carry anything because anybody on Instagram, the way like the algorithm it is crazy to see how the algorithm works because the way like with the Instagram algorithm is they kind of choose who they show, like what they show to you, yeah. right? So then when you get kicked off, people don't know. Yeah, they just assume you either stopped posting stuff like they don't realize you've been kicked off. They just forget about you. Yeah, yeah. I like I saw that you got kicked off Instagram because you tweeted about it. Right. I no, saw on Twitter. Like my yeah. um, a girl, her cousin, like texted her the other day being like, well, why hasn't Danny made us any sketches in a month? Yeah. Or whatever. Like, why isn't he posting anything in a month? She's like, oh, he got kicked off Instagram. She's like, oh, I had no idea. Well, Damn. Do you know what it was that you did that got you kicked off? No, they won't t- They won't tell me. All I know, and I'm, I mean, I'm trying to get it back, but all I know is that I, I, I don't know. I've heard so many, like, different opinions about it. Like, I have some friends who work in, like, the tech industry who are, like, you know, have, like, connections in Meta, but not enough to help me out. Some of them have been think that someone paid to have me kicked off. Like wow. someone actually paid someone Whoa. to get me kicked. Because the reason they gave me was for posting porn. Because that's nice. the only thing that uh, you can't really appeal. 
So they say that I was posting porn, which I obviously. Didn't. Do you think it's because you're just so handsome? That I don't think that's it's the like case. it's like <laughs> no. it's like porn for women. Just yeah, no, that's right. That's why I got kicked well, off. Well, I told Karen Fee in that, and she's like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she just posts her feet though, and sometimes her butt cheeks. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. is it, I don't that child. Is it with Karen? That's basically child porn. Oh, come yeah. on, Matthew. I think that's reverse <laughs> child porn. River. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what they just call regular porn now is reverse child porn reverse child porn um, but she uh yeah she's like what she's like well then i would have been kicked off a long time ago yeah, yeah. and uh yeah i don't know i i never had a problem until the day after the war started the Israel really because i was posting mm. lots of stuff about it it's probably so. hamas dude maybe or it was I mean. probably some like pro-palestine like non-binary person because i was making fun of them <laughs> who paid to get you kicked off yeah, or mm. works at Meta, or know someone who works at Meta. Yeah, because yeah. I got yeah. suspended three different times. Actually, yeah. I got suspended, and then I uh, and then I appealed it and lost. But then they have like a secondary appeal where you can write like a little explanation. Mm-hmm. And so a comic friend I know who's been kicked off Instagram, he's like, "What you do is say you're like non-binary and like neurodivergent and all this stuff, and you were just like." And so I did that, and then I got my account back oh, right nice. away. So I was like, "Sick." And then two days later, suspend it again. Right. And so I appeal it again. And same thing. And I get it back. I go, okay. I'm like, there's supposed to be like a glitch or something. It's got to yeah. be like some like. I just, I, and then, yeah. I, or someone thinks I'm maybe getting mass reported or something. But then, um, like um, three weeks later, I got the same thing. And but this time there's no option to appeal. They just go, we've reviewed your thing and it's fine. Whoa! So now I'm in the process of paying someone two thousand dollars to see if they can. What? That sucks, man. That's that's a lot of Patreon nickels right there. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, no shit. Yeah, Yeah, that sucks. Stinks, but I mean, it's hard to be like a working comedian without. Yeah, you need it. I mean, that's like a decent following on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's like honestly, it sucks. You just like you lose all your contacts. Like, I have all these contacts. I just like lost. Oh, yeah, people you can't like to people who are like yeah. that's the only way I talk to them is on Instagram. Or like if like people are just trying to book. Like now, all booking is done through Instagram messaging. It yeah, like it sucks. Yeah, it really fucking sucks. You're like so a Quaker ba- now, basically. I mean, but you've I got have... that. You got that badge of honor. No. <laughs> Everybody who's like, every, it's all people on Twitter who's like sick badge of honor. I'm like, okay, yeah, thanks. Yeah, as if like all uh, there's a bunch of people at like festivals and big clubs that are like, he got kicked off Instagram. We got to get him on the show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're just like this guy's fucking. They see that and they're probably like, oh, this guy deserves it. Yeah. I mean, like it should just be like a thing where, you know, just like it's like okay, well, if you want to report this, block this person. Like you don't need to like fucking. Well, well no, because I had a bunch of like them. videos that were like kind of going viral, so I think people are like. Whatever they were, they felt, I guess, this is my one theory, I guess, is they didn't like They them. just didn't like them, and they don't want them, these ideas or jokes propagating. So That's go, crazy. We need to get rid yeah. of the person who's just making them, which they successfully did. Yeah, well, and it was mostly, the, you think it was like Israel-Hamas jokes? The oh, That's it. Like, I didn't think so at first. It took me actually like a... A month to come to that realization Cause, yeah, because because what happened is you've done stuff for years that some people shit. that some people are gonna get Dude, mad. I did at. like yeah. a video like that noticinal one where I'm like yeah. about like you know people d- dying suddenly mm. and all that stuff. Like I've done some pretty wild stuff, but I went and looked back at it because I had like taken screenshots and I'm like I never had a single issue on my account until. Uh, November or October eighth was the first time I got suspended. Oh. And the thing is, is like normally, you know, we lots, we know lots of comics who post crazy shit, right? Yeah. 
They remove your post. Like if you yeah. violate their thing your first time, yeah. they don't just kick yeah. you off. There's they like, go like shadow, just shadow bans. Shadow well, bans. Yeah. They'll be like, we remove this post. It violates our terms of yeah. service. I don't. Yeah, I noticed because like with like Comedy Fight Club, I'll go to like tag myself in something, yeah. and every few months or so, I'll have to type in my whole name. I'll be yeah. like, well, something I did got right. me shadow banned. But that's what I'm saying. But even though yeah. they'll shadow ban you, they will remove your post. They'll say like this post violates yeah. terms of service, so we removed it. Yeah. They will say like Aaron Berg has it where they go. You've had too many violations. Yeah, where we're now only showing your account to your followers and nobody else. Yeah, mm. but I didn't have getting, any of that. Yeah, just got I kicked just off. Straight up, just got kicked off. That's yeah. crazy. Damn, that sucks, dude. Yeah, yeah. My favorite ones that you post are when people just take it really seriously. Oh, yeah. The the, yeah, the Elon like, Musk yeah, one yeah, is the one I. It's like real. Yeah, awesome. well, <laughs> you, you, he did. It was it was just genuinely like, like you someone did, who works at uh, Twitter. Uh, yeah, 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 you did a thing as someone who works at Twitter, and people full bought it hook, line, oh, and sinker. Yeah, yeah. Um, was, was that the um, was that the one where you said you didn't like people going after a neurodivergent African American like Elon Musk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I mean, people should not probably be allowed to vote. Yeah, <laughs> most people shouldn't, dude. No, there should it be should some sort of test. What it, was it? Uh, was it different? Because you were doing comedy in Canada for a while before coming here. Is there any difference culture-wise? Barely, to be yeah. honest. It's, yeah, it's just like, there's more opportunities to do more stuff and more people in America. Uh, yeah, there's like not much of an industry in in Canada. Yeah, and then uh, hey, sorry, up? Finn just okay. loves you, dude. Finn again. <laughs> You're trying to get your dog stank all over me, so then my <laughs> dog is gonna smell it and get jealous, probably. Um. There's yeah, there's like barely an industry, you know. There's like three places that make any comedy TV shows anymore, and yeah, I like mean, Comedy Central's gone, you, which was yeah, like Comedy Central's gone. But at least there's still stuff here, kind of. But you know, in Canada, like you have to basically like be trans to like get Yuck. anything made or something. Yeah, that sounds scary. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't want to become trans, so I had to move to America instead. Who would? You probably molested, dude. I trans my country of of. Uh, Living or whatever, yeah. So. Yeah. or you could do blackface and become prime minister. That too, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although that's what sucks is that he can't do it anymore because Why not? I'm pretty he's doing it. In you think private? Private? Still yeah. he probably locks the door. He, yeah. Uh, yeah, he fucking look <laughs> like at the end of the night he just like goes and like puts a little fucking soot on his face. He's probably like yeah. in some, you know, he's probably in some cabinet meeting and he just has like a little thing that he missed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this, this is a. Uh, oh, Chocolate from the kids. <laughs> I wonder if because it's an interesting thing because there was such a like kind of quick shift over like a ten year period that so many people who like now want to be good people have things ten years ago they did that are like by their own now yeah. new standards are terrible. Mm -hmm. So are like people of the next generation gonna just have never done the things or do it more privately and still get caught somehow? No, I think it's gonna go the other way where people are just gonna chill out a little bit. Uh, yeah, because it's like how how far can you go? Because it, it really depends on like the person themselves. Yeah. Like Sarah Silverman, like yeah. does bla did blackface yeah. on her show, and she said the N word in her special Jesus is Magic. She said it yeah. multiple times. Yeah. And but she's like, oh, I'm liberal. Well, that's yeah. that's just you know kind of shutting the door behind you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah. Ruining. Oh, I did it, but. 
it's wrong. Yeah. And I've grown. All should do it. And you go, oh, that's convenient. That now that you're super successful, <laughs> you can tell everybody that it's not okay to do anymore, and that and then you don't then have she, to do provocative she, yeah. things to get attention. Now that you have everyone's yeah, attention, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then she did that movie where she was fully nude, but her body looked fucking awful because she waited. <laughs> she was in her forties. Mm. You know, it's like, hey, get naked when you were in your twenties, right? Fully nude. I don't know. If she yeah, dude. Yeah, you I see remember her the very little Jewish pussy and everything, oh. dude. Yeah, uncircumcised. Ooh. Yeah. That's what I'm watching that movie to celebrate Hanukkah What's this the year. Movie? Forgot what it's called. It's uh, it, ha- it has a couple of people in it. it. It's it's a fucking awful movie. Oh. But you can just yeah. like Google Sarah Silverman naked. Yeah, and you'll see. It. Right. Don't watch the fucking stupid movie, folks. Don't waste your time. Yeah. If you want to see like a, a naked woman in her forties, Google Sarah Silverman naked. Yeah. All right. <laughs> some, some of you will. Yeah. yeah. Do a it. A lot of them. Will. You know what? I'll leave a link in the comments. No, let's let's uh, find eight different movies with naked Jewish women for each night of Hanukkah this year. Mm. <laughs> Instead of spinning a dreidel, watch. There's some, there's some good ones, I guess. Yeah. What are, who are some other Jewish actresses that have been naked Handler, in movies? She she's is Chelsea Handler Jewish? I think so. She's, she's, not, she's not in movies, but I know she kept posting top of She's posting, yeah. She's posted naked there's, stuff. I'm sure there's lots. Of, yeah. <laughs> there's lots of them. I don't yeah. Know. Um, I don't keep tabs like that. But yeah, in the spirit of the Buff Boys, we'll talk about uh, how buff Danny Polishchuk is. Yeah. Nice, um, Canada, grew up playing hockey at all? Uh, a lot of road hockey. I never yeah. played. My parents were like, we're not waking up at six in the morning. Kind yeah. Of oh, yeah that's, so like Jewish parents in general, not necessarily putting their kids into sports, but growing up. Not in Cat- well, I played sports, but yeah. I mean, Zach Hyman on the Edmonton Oilers. Oh, uh, yeah. He's Jewish. He's yeah, Jewish. There's a, cu- there's Adam a couple. Fox on and, the New York yeah, Rangers. And uh, Quinn Hughes, Vancouver Hughes, Canucks. Although that's unclear if they're just like some scenario where... Uh, like they're actually practicing, but maybe they are. I don't know. But yeah, uh, yeah the the Hughes clan, which are basically three of the best players in the NHL, right? Yeah, now. well, two of them anyway. Yeah, so. Quinn Hughes, I think, is like the f- maybe the first. I think he was like the first Jewish captain ever, or one of the first. Maybe I, yeah. there was that like, I don't know about. I think I saw them he was say the first he was the first to thirty points this year. Since yeah, I saw someone say he was like the first Jewish captain ever. Then someone brought up some guy from like the nineties who had like a Polish last name that may have been a Polish oh, okay, Jew, maybe. but I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Um, uh, but yeah, I played like baseball and basketball, but I never and a lot of road hockey when I was. Yeah, road hockey's huge. And D- did you do that into high school or did you sw- pivot to something else? Uh, I played football one year in high school, yeah. which I didn't love. Yeah, and I played basketball, and that was it. I never did. I played uh, little league when I was. In elementary school, but only because my my dad signed me up. It was one of those yeah, things where it's didn't. like my dad loved baseball and he tried to make me love baseball. Yeah, and I hated. It. Dude, I just wanted to play video games. Yeah, you know? I feel like our parents' generation had the kind of thing with baseball that Canadians still have with hockey. Yeah, but like our generation, I grew up because well, my, my dad. My, my dad loves yeah. soccer, actually. Oh, okay. His, he likes hockey too, but soccer is his favorite. Yeah, my dad grew up big baseball fan, so I like inherited that from him. But I think a lot of our generation. Baseball wasn't as like the yeah. America's pastime as oh, I it, was. it was. So boring yeah. watching baseball as a kid. At least now, like as an adult, I can like drink. Uh, b- oh yeah, yeah. I loved baseball, but that was one of my favorite sports. Really? Yeah. Did I actually, play, I went. What position I went, did you play? I pitched. I had a pretty good arm. I fucked it up playing wiffle ball. Actually, in my like, playing wiffle ball, <laughs> and when I was like probably ten years ago or eight years ago, yeah. but I used to have a fucking can. can. Did, I used to be able to throw really hard. Did you have like signals and stuff and? Yeah. Did you do that? Like yeah. you were at the mound. Well, I threw like, like I, I, you know, I threw a few different pitches. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So you got, you got yeah I was a catcher, so I learned like how to do the signals, 
Um, but I like I did it like before every other kid did because I was the unathletic Jewish kid, so mm-hmm. I needed to strategize in order to figure <laughs> out a way to actually yeah. hold some advantage. Sure. Like I'll learn how to call pitches and learn about signs when we're all like ten or eleven and no one's doing it yet. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. that's the thing is they they uh, I think think they still do it where they don't let. Uh, little kids or like younger kids throw curveballs, sliders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only fastballs because it fucks. It, you can like fuck up your elbow. Or yeah, something. I think there was like one year where it wasn't even that they wouldn't allow them to. It was just we were ten and eleven and no one could. They would like try to, but really there was like some pitches where it was just fastball changeup. Yeah, but so it was yeah. still. I was like calling the pitches like we're gonna fool the hitter. He's not gonna <laughs> know if it's a fastball or an off-speed pitch. Yeah. Thinking I was a real genius. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, the curveballs. I don't know. I I mean, I did throw a lot of them, but I remember I did have arm issues. So yeah, it's like I mean, basically with pitchers now, the you come into the league, they're throwing like break like sliders at ninety miles an hour. It really is just like all right. So you pitch for a little bit, you get your elbow surgery, your big Tommy John surgery, and then we see how you recover from that, and then we decide if you're gonna have a good career or not. It's like almost a given. There's some players who get uh, Tommy John like. like as teenagers, like, but like in advance of actually like damaging the tendon. Or yeah, because they're just like no. Yeah, it's just a given. You're going to have elbow surgery. You know the crazy story is you know R. A. Dickey. Remember? Yeah, him? yeah. Have you ever heard the story of of him um, learning the knuckleball? But like why he? But like so he originally was not a knuckleballer. Yeah. Right. He was like a normal pitcher, and he got drafted by the Texas Rangers. It's so crazy. It's such a crazy story. He got drafted by the Texas Rangers. And he was supposed to be like this star pitcher, and he was on the cover of Baseball America with him and like four other top prospects. Yeah, and they're just like you know standing, you know whatever a photo of all five of them, and his elbow, his the way his arm was, the scout for the I think it was the Texas Rangers or maybe someone else drafted him, the Angels or something, draft no it was the Rangers, the Rangers drafted him, and then the scout or like one someone who worked at the Texas Rangers, the trainer like saw this this photo of the thing, and they looked at him, and they go. The way his arm was, like his elbow was kind of bent. Mm-hmm. They're like, we think there's something wrong with his arm. Yeah, but like he was a good pitcher. He had never had any issues with his arm. But they go like, the way his arm's sitting, we think he's gonna have problems. So then they did like a test on him, and he was like missing some ligament. Yeah, in his elbow. So then Texas has basically rescinded their offer to him. Yeah, and gave him like way less money. And then, uh, and then he eventually like wasn't. He wasn't that good of a pitcher, and he was just like in the minors, and then he eventually figured out the uh, knuckleball and became yeah. like one of Cy Young later in life or whatever. And he actually, learned, never yeah. had an elbow problem. Yeah, he yes. learned how to throw a knuckleball, which is just literally holding the ball instead of like with your open hand, just like more with your knuckles. Well, it's just and the ball doesn't spin, so it can kind of dart around a yeah, bit because it has it has so much drag yeah. on it that it's pretty crazy if you ever see one like. Literally, the ball just goes like this. It like floats. Yeah. Well, it, but it also just like super un, unpredictable. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I want to say I played for the Blue Jays. Yeah. Jays, I, I went to a Blue Jays game this summer. Nice. I had never been there before. This, I love baseball. The new stadium's amazing. Yeah, it's great. You never saw it before. I hadn't been so there. So I went, yeah. I saw a game this year for the first time in several years. In the years new stadium. Because of COVID. And the new stadium, the way they did it is awesome. Before that, it was like the crappiest ballpark. The old Sky Dome. Yeah. It yeah. Was shit. Who's is your uh, favorite baseball player? I don't really have one, like, ever. Of all time, baby. Uh, do I have to pay? Hmm. As long as you don't say Jackie Robinson, you can stay on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with 
Pedro Martinez. Nice. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I'll say yeah. Uh, I'll say Sammy Sosa now because he's white. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> now he's coo- now that he's cool. Now that he's cool, and he, and he doesn't scare me. I'm gonna say old <laughs> Sammy Sosa. He's, by the way, he's way scarier now. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> but that's like it's very cool how he. You like, told me yeah. like run into Sammy Sosa 20 years ago in a dark alley. Yeah. Or run into current Sammy Sosa in a dark alley. I'd be like, give me fucking 99. I would Sammy run into Sosa. Sammy Sosa now. I'd be like, dude, did you see Sammy Sosa? <laughs> He almost got to me. Thank God you're here. <laughs> Ghost. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I remember that. Uh, that the, I don't really. I never really followed baseball too too thoroughly, uh, but I do remember like uh, when uh, it was uh, Mark McGuire and, and Sammy oh, that was Sosa. The yeah, yeah, that was like every, they were like going for the that home run, fucking home run, home run record. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are you old enough to remember like the Blue Jays World Series early nineties? Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember they went back to back World watching Series. Them when uh yeah they went back to back 93 and 94 92 93 93 thank you yeah 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 that was uh it was great first black manager to ever win a world series or won two world series yeah joe Joe carter and it was canada huh it It was was canada yeah progressive yeah yeah and now now you guys have a black prime minister yeah sometimes (laughs) Uh, every once in a while when halloween comes around (laughs) yeah they had john olerud on that team the guy used to have to wear a helmet in the field because he had a brain aneurysm damn dude yeah that's fucking tight yeah it was just for safety yeah, there, there needs he'd to be like be, he'd yeah. like wear the helmet when no one else needed to wear a helmet, just because yeah. he was like, just in case. Well, that's fun, dude. There needs to be a little element of death in sports. Otherwise, think, yeah. like, what are we doing? Yeah. And I feel like of the sports, baseball is probably one of the safer in terms of injuries. Yeah. In terms uh, of like I mean, long term injuries, like uh, br- body breaking down, yeah. But the guy, like in the batter's box, you got a hundred yeah. mile an hour missile being thrown at yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, like, I, but like, I don't know. I, you Your bodies do break down though, but just because they play so many games. Yeah. But what do you think is the safest sport? Because that's what I'm going to play: golf. tennis, golf, no. <laughs> golf. Yeah. Well, golf, you'd think so, but then Tiger Woods got in trouble for having a great time. Yeah, yeah. that's true. You know? It's still safe, safe. Uh, mm. Yeah, you're not, you're not going to get I mean, his, his crazy wife was chasing him with a golf club. That doesn't sound very safe to me. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted to ride around in a golf cart. I never yeah. got to do that, but I look like so much fucking fun. never been in a golf fun. cart? No! I worked I security guess. at a golf you course. Me? Yeah. Uh, if you ever want to go golfing sometimes. Let's do yeah. it. Four, and then I just ride around on the golf <laughs> yeah. cart. I've yeah, never you, been you golfing. Before. Uh, whatever oh. you need, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. You Have you ever golfed? Go golfing? At all? No. Like driving range? Mini golf. I've done mini golf, but i never even done a driving range. It's kind of sad if you need a cart for mini golf, I just want to fucking ride on that. It just Dude, looks like so much fun. It is so much fun. I worked security at a golf course, and it was like in the weeks leading up to them setting up, so they just needed security while like the trucks were coming in, and I was a supervisor, and there were just three guards, like one at each gate, so I just had to ride around in the golf cart between the gates all day. And nothing was happening. So I was just like riding around in a golf cart all day. It's the coolest job I've ever oh, had. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I'd ride around in a golf cart. I'd smoke some fucking weed, dude. Hell yeah. yeah. I'd fucking catch a fucking golf ball that's flying towards me. Yeah. You know, four. Someone else yells four. And they're like, look out, look out. And you're looking away. And then you just turn around and put a hand up and catch it. In <laughs> yeah. golf, you also see like old people playing. It's like still like they like old folks can still have like a good yeah. swing. Yeah. yeah. You know, a well, lot of it is just in the only sport you can yeah. really play when you're. 
It's the only sport. sport. It's the yeah. only sport that people start playing once they retire from their sport. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like that. What's that old guy that's always like fucking smoking cigarettes? John Daly. Yeah, that guy yeah. rocks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, wearing like colorful pants and shit. Well, it's the yeah. only way you can be competitive. Nice. Older is golf, basically. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, the only. Yeah, I know. There's some people like because they get older, they'll play tennis. But at a certain point, but you are like running you're still around. T- yeah, you're running around. It's tough. Yeah. It's like for low impact. Yeah. Yeah. It's that baseball and hockey, I think, are the two sports of like the major ones where people like play to the oldest. Yeah, because hockey, you can kind of just glide around. Yeah, even though, like, their bodies are, like, fucked, but they can still skate. Yeah, I know there was a men's league, because there's lots of, like, men's leagues that my friends would play in Toronto. Yeah. And there'd be, like, ex-NHL players who would just, like, yeah. play in them. And Mike Gardner played in one, remember him? Yeah. He won the fastest skater in, yeah, like, he was yeah. or something. And they're like, he's the fastest guy on the ice. He's like... 55 and just so fucking fast that's insane imagine just like going to hang out at the gym playing basketball and then like fucking i don't know gilbert arena shows up (laughs) like just some former actual pro athlete shows and plays in your league yeah yeah yeah. oh there's lots of that in in canada there's lots of men's league where they're just like former nhl players yeah like for fun and yeah who's your favorite do you have a favorite all-time hockey player Favorite all-time hockey and you're player. And you're a Leafs guy? I'm a Leafs guy. Yeah. But I used to actually be a Rangers fan. Really? When I was a kid, yeah. My favorite player was Mike Richter. Cause oh, Because I, I always used to play goalie. Yeah. And he was my favorite. That uh, was I played goalie also, but my uh, I'm a big Islanders fan, but so I would like their goalies, but they didn't have like a star goalie. So my my goalie was Patrick Waugh. Nice. Patrick Waugh. Yeah, man. Patrick Waugh. Spelled R-O-Y, and I felt so cool that I no. knew it was pronounced Waugh. Wow. And I the was only, like seven. The only uh, hockey players I really knew was, of course, Wayne Gretzky. Yes. Yep. Uh, and Rocket Richard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. how do you know about Rocket Richard? Rocket Richard. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? That's uh, Tom Green mentioned him. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, he was like, um, he uh, played for the Montreal Canadiens. And like, one of the biggest stories of his, like, career was that um he got suspended for some game and literally the entire city of montreal rioted right. he got <laughs> he got suspended for a stanley cup game, I believe. yeah damn that's fucking awesome yeah dude. that's <laughs> fucking right because like you'd think like oh it's canada everyone like ev- the uh, illusion uh, and but you can attest like they in america the stereotype is like canadians are like very nice and very friendly and very polite but there's gangs in canada right of course yeah hell yeah it's like a da- it can be dangerous there's like uh, dangerous yeah areas. i mean there's i don't know about like dangerous uh, like where you can't like walk through kind of thing, like that dangerous. Although I'm sure I suppose it's possible. But yeah, there's gangs, there's crime, there's. I don't think syrup. Yes, I don't think people in America realize how crazy Canadians are about hockey because I don't think there's anything really in America that Americans are that crazy about. College, college football, maybe. Yeah, co- maybe, college. but even like any time yeah. a fucking any time we win like a World Series, people ride in the streets. Well, that's the thing. People yeah, talk exactly. about Eagles people talk about shit. people talk about like Eagles and Boston fans as if they're crazy, and it's like yeah, when the Vancouver Canucks lost the Stanley Cup, the entire city rioted, yeah, and that's yeah, like yeah. the seventh most popular. Popular hockey team in Canada. Nice. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, yeah, that's pretty accurate, actually. Yeah, uh, they're crazy. I mean, if Toronto Maple Leafs ever win the Stanley Cup, oh, that'll that be going to burn to the ground. Yeah, <laughs> the tr- so they haven't won a Stanley Cup since like 1967. 67. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, and they're like the. Uh, yeah, they're, they're like one the of New York. Those, they're, they're they're like the Yankees of. Okay, they're okay. like the win. main like legacy team in hockey, and they haven't won the Stanley Cup in like fifty years. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah. But they're the team where it's like if you go to play there, there's all the pressure, all the media. It's it's yeah. Like if yeah. you're a player there, like you can't walk down the street without really. Yeah. yeah, it's insane. Damn, some that's people do, some people don't want to don't like it. And 
because like in America, it's de- like there's there's like a some level of loyalty, but it, it, it's like for I feel like in America, it's like if you don't win after a while, we're like fuck this team, and it, it's more like well I support them, but you know yeah, but also for someone like the Rangers, like there's just so many other things going on here. Yeah, yeah. you could play on the Rangers and nobody. Not that I mean they're still the Raptors and the Jays and stuff in Toronto, but like in in California, like the the Warriors basketball, like they're doing really well. You know, because of Steph Curry. Yeah. So everyone's like big Warriors fans. But, you know, before they really started blowing Sucked up. forever. Many, yeah, they suck. And, like, nobody yeah. gave a fuck. Yeah. And now all these fair weather fans are coming out because yes. they were winning. And once they start losing again. Yeah, they you stunk. Know. Have you seen that video with Chris Mullen when they're booing? They're no, like, I mean, I know. Chris Mullen yeah. was the famous, like, he was on yeah. the Warriors. And then he was the. Run, was TMs, the G- run TMC. But he was the, yeah, but he was, like, the GM. Oh, later on, once he became the yeah, GM. Yeah, the GM. Yeah. And I think it was after they they drafted somebody who actually ended up being good. Maybe it was Steph Curry. I don't know. Maybe it was the first night of Steph Curry or something. But, like, yeah. he comes out of, like, because, you know, a lot of times for NBA, I don't know if they do, for NBA, they do it, like, before the season starts, the first game, like the GM will just kind of give like a little talk to the fans, yeah. thank you, whatever, and everybody was like booing him. And he's <laughs> like, it's like you're embarrassing yourselves. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome, man. I think that was the year they drafted Steph Curry, and everybody was mad about it. Oh damn! And yeah. now look, dude. Yeah, yeah. Everyone wants to fuck Steph Curry. Yeah. Remember that one time where like Steph Curry, we like shot a basketball, and this like fucking hot slut in the audience was like licking her lips, and like that became like a meme. Ruby Rose. Oh, really? Like She's yeah. dated a few. Like, yeah. uh, there was a thing recently. Uh, Jordan Poole invited her to his game, and then like had a terrible game. Yikes! That would suck, dude. Well, that would yeah. be like inviting a woman to an open mic, Matt, and then you don't do well. Yeah. Why are you saying that? I've never done that. What? <laughs> you're like, it would be like that, Matt. As <laughs> if I'd done that. Come on, man. You're always doing that. You're like, yeah, I got always a show going. I've on. never open mic. Yeah. Yeah. Never come brought on. a girl to an open mic before. Uh, come on, yeah. come to the. Op- I know the host. He's gonna put me in the first group. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind. I'm kind of a big deal around yeah. here. They throw me up in the first group. Yeah, I told. I told them I. Uh, I had. A, I had something important to take care of afterwards. So they agreed yeah. to put me up in the first three groups. Yeah, <laughs> in the first three groups. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's tight, man. Hell yeah. Have dude. you ever had a girl go to an open mic that you were not, at? Not an open mic. No. But a show. Okay. Well, I guess like when I was like a young fucking guy. Like yeah. When I was in college, I did, but only because you have like no frame of like how it's going to be. Yeah. Now I would. Never even invite them. I don't even tell people I'm a comedian, dude. Yeah. You know? I remember having a girl early on come to a show I was on, but it's nice. like a show that now it was like some like 10 o'clock weekday Grizzly Pear show mm-hmm. that at the time I was like, I'm on a show. Yeah. And like it, it wasn't even called Grizzly Pear Comedy Club yet. It was still just the bar, the Grizzly Pear. Okay. But it was still like down the street from the cellar. And before it's a show. It, before uh, Crashing made it a landmark. Right. Mm-hmm. It was before Crashing. Uh, but it was still like a show that people who were working at clubs would do, and I'm like, this, I can invite a girl, and she was like one of five people in the audience. Oof. That's <laughs> awesome, like a Wednesday dude. night show. Now, how does how does it feel knowing that over 25 percent of the audience was getting wet? Watching yeah, you <laughs> <laughs> it's like, damn, I fucked like 25 percent of the audience after yeah, the show. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's I love those numbers, dude. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, what's you, do you have any like bad or good like bringing a girl to a comedy oh, I have show the, stories? Maybe the one of the worst ones ever. Yeah. Oh man, my and this girl ended up being my girlfriend for like okay. a nice. year. Okay, nice. That's the ultimate success. Not story. not currently though. We're, we broke. Oh, up. but oh, yeah. Sorry. Like, no, no, I'm so like, sorry. It's like dude. ten years. <laughs> it's like ten years ago. <laughs> that hurt doesn't go away. Uh, it's <laughs> long gone actually. But uh, that was one. Of, that was one of those relationships when it ended. I was kicking my heels. Um, but uh, I brought her. This is in Toronto. 
This is so funny. She was there was this show on Canada Day. There was like Ooh. so that day, and we had just been dating for maybe a few months, and she was she didn't even live in Toronto, but she was in Toronto like staying with me. And we hadn't been going out. Actually, we hadn't maybe been going out for like a month or something. Like it was still pretty early. She had never seen a show, seen me do stand up. And I, you know, I was pretty new to stand up, maybe doing it for two years or something yeah. at that point, a year or whatever. Uh, and someone like on Facebook was like, hey, we're going to do uh, this show at this like really famous uh, venue in Toronto called the Rivoli. Last minute, does anybody want to do it? So I like messaged them, like, can I do it? And they're like, we're going to give away $100 to the winner. And it's going to be like an audience slash panel vote. So okay. basically what happens is you do like, you know, seven minute set. And then there's like a panel of like three people on stage and they give you a score out of five, five being the best, one being the worst. Mm. And then the audience, they go to the audience and the audience gives like based on applause, they'll be like, they give a score, right? So this girl, uh, Sarah Hennessy, who she lives here now, actually. Wait, we know Sarah you know, Hennessy. You know Sarah yeah, Hennessy? Yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I know Sarah Hennessy. Oh, you know Sarah I Hennessy. I know her, yeah. I've, I've, I've seen her, yes. I don't even think she probably even remembers this, but so um, she comes out, and the host, which is this guy Chris Locke, was like, you know, talking to the, them, mm-hmm. and she, uh, she had just been hit. She was on a bike and she got hit by a car. Oh shit! And so he's like, "What? Uh, what advice would you give for the comedians tonight or something?" And she's like, "Well, definitely don't mention that I just got hit by a car, and like some other stuff." And then obviously, like I come out and it's like the first thing I say is something <laughs> about her <laughs> getting hit by a car. I proceed. Sorry. Shut up, Alexa. <laughs> then I proceed to just. Eat it, nice. right? And this girl's in the. She's never seen me do stand up before. She's in the audience. It's packed, like hundred yeah. people, right? Eat it, right? And and so then they do like the uh, audience. The host goes to the audience. They're like, all right, let's uh, get your score or whatever. And so it's like, he's like, is this was he a five? Silence. Four. Silence. Uh-oh. Three, like one person. Two, like one person. One, like round of applause. Oh, like man. I'm like reverse booed, essentially. <laughs> Damn! If there was I'm a DJ, if there was a DJ playing a car crash sound effect, <laughs> <laughs> would have been perfect. That's like, funny, dude. Yeah. Uh, well, you did what you had to do. Yeah, because yeah. like. Like the comedian, I think I, I think yeah. now that I, I said that I was the guy who hit her with the car, and she was like, <laughs> <laughs> "You're just in the lift. I go, that was, hit that I go, that was my car." Yeah. And then she's like, "What the fuck?" She's, yeah, she's that's not so, I don't. Though. It's like, well, especially like if you say like, "Hey, if something's off limits, like the comedian, the impulse is, well, now I have to do." But it. again, the more, you tell the more she the was, issue was that I was so early in comedy that yeah. I was bad at it. Could you so tell that, that she I, was yeah. hit by a car? Like, what is she no, like? No, she was like, oh. I think she had like, you know. Maybe her wrist was like. She was like, "Please in. don't mention that was hit by a <laughs> no, car." It's like her ra- wrist was maybe wrapped up or like a scrape or something. Nothing crazy, but yeah. it's more that that's just uh, a higher degree of difficulty. Kind yeah, of thing. and, and it's also a weird thing as a judge of a comedy show to say bring up this hilarious thing that happened to you and yeah. then say don't talk about right. it. <laughs> well, she didn't bring it up in any hilarious way. Yeah, they were just like, "How are you?" She's like, "I just got hit by a car and don't bring it up." And Wait, then... she was like on the way to the show and got hit by a car. Maybe or maybe like the day before or something. She's got to chill, man. Something like that. That's awesome, Anyways, dude. I lost. <laughs> like it's like it's not like it's like don't say I was like don't mention how I was like gang banged a week ago and this is my first appearance back in public. Yeah. Right. Like, also, it would be a weird thing to say publicly. Don't mention the gang bang. Yeah, <laughs> hey, don't don't mention that I had sex with a hundred women. <laughs> 
That's weird. Don't make it weird. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Hell yeah, dude. That yeah. fucking rocks. What was yeah. the conversation with your girl like after the show? Honestly, I don't remember, but yeah. I, I, it wasn't an issue. What about yeah. you, Matt? What was your greatest experience of doing stand-up comedy in front of the love of your life? A greatest experience? Yeah, um, the greatest ever. I don't know. I feel I. I'm sure it's, there's been girls I've dated who've seen me do comedy and it's gone fine. Mm-hmm. Um, or it's been w- gone well. I remember the weird or bad ones probably more, like the girl being one out of five people in an audience, nice. or um, uh, one girl going to Comedy Fight Club, and um, she was the only audience member. Um, no, she wasn't the only audience member, but yeah. I just remember her like not liking it. Oh, because it was roasting. Yeah, or just um, like she did that wasn't the comedy that she knew or liked. Mm. So once, it started, <laughs> yeah, it was just. Yeah. I like good comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, it just I'm like was not her. She, I remember she was that. Gonna find out at some point. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah, the text I got afterwards was, um, uh, "Well, that was dot 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 interesting." <laughs> nice, dude. You should say. Like, and hey, it was. Oh. I remember it was a good Fight Club. Like crowd yeah. was into it. Like yeah. everything did really well. Better get that text after Fight Club than after the first time having yeah. sex. That's true. Yeah. 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 What about you, Joe? Damn, dude, I had a fucking awesome show. I did this show back in San Francisco. I did a show at the Purple Onion, yeah. the original Purple Onion, where Zach Galifianakis filmed a special. Oh, I remember that. That was a yeah. good one. And I did it. I rented it out. I did a show, uh, and I had a bunch of people. And this was a waitress uh, that my friend was a wingman for at the Olive Garden. Ooh. Uh, we were at the Olive Garden having dinner, and then she left the waitress a note saying, my friend thinks you're really cute, and left my phone number. Nice. And then she called me. Oh, hell said, yeah. Come to the show at uh, the Purple Onion in like a month. And she showed up, and I had a great set, and then I had unprotected sex with her when she told me I should have worn a condom. Wait, but so I we both told bad stories, and that's the story you told? That's the worst <laughs> That was that was the absolute worst experience I had doing stand-up comedy. We're both again like we got booed. It was yeah. fucking mortifying. And yeah, you're like, this girl told me she hated my show. Yeah, dude. Told me to quit comedy and get yeah. a new fucking line Joe's of work. Like, I crushed that raw dog, the bitch. Yeah, dude. And I was like, and then I stopped by the Olive Garden and got drunk off cheap wine and fettuccine Alfredo. Ooh, hell, hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> that was. I Joe does look like someone who gets drunk off fettuccine yeah. Alfredo. That's the way to go, man. Dude, I love getting food drunk where you're like delusional from the food you eat. Yeah. Yeah. Sign me up, baby. Oh, I was just in an argument with a friend of mine over this. Um, Uh Uh-oh. You're not Jewish, but do you eat challah bread ever? Challah. Maybe. Probably. I'm big on challah bread. That's like the the braided, like yellow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've had that. I think it's great. Yeah, it is good. Great, right? Solid, yeah. right? What, what's the what's Yeah, the I had argument? a friend who was saying they didn't like it, and the fact that I said I liked it, they said that uh, it's, like, uh, boring and plain that, uh, for me, it's, like, a great thing to eat some kind of bread. <laughs> and I was what? just like... What? I don't know. It was... Well, it was it was Mark Henley. My, oh, yeah. That antagonistic piece of shit. Yeah, he was like, um, well, you, you just eat bread and you're happy with it? I'm like, well, I don't eat a lot of carbs like that that often. And I, my thing is, I think he's just, like... He eats so much junk food that now he's like the guy you can't come unless you beat the shit out of his dick, yeah. but with food. Mm-hmm. So wait, for me, wait, I wait, could wait, just Mark enjoy Henley's bread. the one that eats junk food? Because Mark Henley told a story about how he was making chicken, and you asked what kind of chicken it was, and he said it was regular chicken. He says he's the health freak, and you eat junk food. 
I have a sweet tooth, but I mean, he was—he's lost a lot of weight. He was like 280 pounds. We're gonna have to get Mark on the pod to hear his side. Call him yeah. Over. yeah, yeah. I probably put him on. Put him on. Speak. Yeah. We're, we actually we got Mark on Skype. We're gonna go <laughs> ahead and bring him up on the screen now. Um, no, I probably he—he's um, gotten healthier, but yeah. I probably eat healthier than he's over our lifetimes. He's eaten way more like junk food than me. Do you think you're stronger than him? Yeah, emotionally. Um, I don't know about that. Maybe. <laughs> Mark Henley um, was the first host of an open mic I did in New Jersey at yeah. Trend Coffee Shop. Yeah. Mm. It was big. And uh, I was like, damn, I think I think comedy on the East Coast is going to suck. And then I got there and everyone was talking about pro wrestling. And I was like, I think I think I'm going to be OK. <laughs> Are you guys going to the WWE thing that's coming up here? What's that at Barclays Center? I think so. Probably, they, I might check it out. Yeah, I have the. I have, I have some I, holiday I thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, they do like a holiday tour. Yeah, they're I probably gonna have Mick year. Foley then because he's always doing. He loves Christmas. Yeah, he'll be out for that. I haven't been to a, like a live WWE show Why? in like, years. Why I don't know. I you should get in there, dude. You I don't like know. AW more. Not really. No, I like. I would if I was gonna go to one, I'd probably pick WWE. I have never been to an AEW. I like that show. funny that Jewish wrestler in AEW. In AEW. Oh, Maxwell Jacob yeah. Friedman. I like him a lot, too. <laughs> I've seen a couple of live SmackDowns, and I really... I yeah. saw SmackDown, and then I went to WrestleMania 31. Oh, uh, that was, was in San Francisco. It was in San Francisco. It was like Ronda Rousey showed up, and The Rock showed up, and I was like, this fucking rules. Yeah. It was the last appearance uh, of... Uh, uh, NWO when NWO came yes, out. Yes, I remember Sting's that. Sting's farewell, Matt. He did yeah. that one. That was aw- dude. That was, was the fucking- one. That was a great one. That's when like that was incredible. Seth Rollins cashed in at the end. Yeah, Seth yeah. Rollins cashed in. It was fucking aw- yeah. It was like Roman Reigns for uh, fuck, dude. That one was awesome. First Brock Lesnar. That's yeah. right. That's right. That was a. Fun I do remember one. it. That's like and they had a uh, Daniel oh, Bryan. Uh, he won. He won the ladder, ladder match. match. Yeah. yeah, something like that. That was that's great. great. That's a good enough one that I actually remember a lot of things from it. There's actually a, a part where they have like a an audience shot and you can see me and my friends. We're in the very back. Yeah. But we're in the very back because we brought all our fucking vape pens and shit. <laughs> you know, but then everyone was getting fucked up. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Like it's like. I've been. Yeah. To, I just. I didn't like grow up. I grew up kind of like watching it here and there, but I didn't grow up going to a lot of the shows. Yeah. So as an adult, I've been to like a few here and there and they are always a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I just have you been didn't watch wrestling when you grew up? No, I watched I just didn't go live. Oh, you didn't go live. I, I, I watched watch on TV. Uh, I watched wrestling with my grandfather and like yeah. that was back in like the old days where there was still like WCW. So yeah. we were watching like Macho Man and Hulk Hogan. Mm. And like I remember as a kid like watching like my grandfather would just tell me it was real. And like, why the fuck would your grandfather lie to you? Uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know? And I was like, is Hulk Hogan gonna win? And he's like, Hulk Hogan always wins. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I went to go see him uh uh, last thing, there two Thanksgivings ago, he still watches it. He's watching NXT and nice. and all of that. He was, he was like, he likes a uh, ricochet. Yeah, you know? and he was like explaining like, oh, that's that's ricochet. I uh, he's jumping around. He's good. He's and it's like, all right, cool. You know, I'm just there getting high, watching my grandfather. <laughs> that's a lot you know? of fun. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it, it's fun, and that's like it's it's funny that we came back to it. You know, thirty plus years later, and yeah. he's still you know, it's like still watching that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah I had a cool. day earlier this week where I um. I got back home. Mark, I live with Mark, and he, I got back home. He they're, was they're home. Dating. Yeah, we're dating. Um, yeah, and he just threw on good. like a random pay per view from like 2003. Yeah. So it's like post Attitude Era, but still before they're like super corporate. So they're still ju- they're like 
So it's a little bit after they're so, so popular, but they're still, like, throwing shit at the wall with, like, really random offensive shit. So they just have, like, bikini contests and Jerry Lawler on commentary just being overtly horny for every woman that comes on screen. That's the way to do it. (laughs) Remember when, like, uh, John Cena was, like, still, like, being He was the white rapper. We watched, he came out as the white rapper, and he was teaming up with... He's like, was like his character name? Yeah, he, he, he was John Cena, and he came out in, like, throwback jerseys and would rap, and just every rap ended up with calling, like, the opponents gay somehow. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. Everything was just like... Uh, I'll step on you like a maggot, you sucking dick like a fucking faggot. You know, all that <laughs> Well, he shit. would always, before he would say the curse word, he would always put the mic up, so he'd be like, these guys ain't got nothing on the stick, and if they don't like it, they can suck my... It was all stuff like that. Well, now they fucking censor the audience even, you know? Yeah. Like, like when they're chanting, holy shit, holy yeah. shit, they fucking mute the... So it sounds weird. Well, when you it's watch like, TV, yeah, Just yeah. like fucking... Let it, uh, yeah. We're, we're all, yeah, come on. We're watching fucking men pretend guess, to do I something. I kids show. But it's like... it. Uh, yeah. Kids need to know that. Kids need to learn, dude. They know. Yeah. Kids know. Kids yeah. can watch the NXT if they want. And that's the thing. Kids are going to figure that shit out eventually. Like, For why sure. are we trying to... What a weird religious world we live in where we have to try to shield children from the reality of things. People yeah. are well, also, shit, people, people don't realize that no matter what you try to teach kids, they're just going to um, like make it a joke somehow. Well, they're going to throw cha- <laughs> They still throw chairs at each other. Yeah. Remember? You know, because uh, Benoit would take those chair shots to the head, yeah. which they say is why he killed his wife and child. Yeah. I actually saw someone random post on Facebook yesterday. I was actually working up how much this would cost to buy, but uh, autographed. Chris Benoit like card. That's got to be expensive. A wrestling card. Let's look it up. I actually wanted. Yeah. It I was, I was, <laughs> I was on the train when I went to go look it up, and then I think I didn't have service, so uh, buying Chris and Benoit. Then I, and then I forgot about. Now. I'd say it's a couple grand. No, yeah. I bet you it's like two hundred. No, yeah. no, because he's he's dead, and it's like it's such like a rare and controversial thing, you he's know. Yeah, it's like on one hand you'd think. Oh, people don't want it, so it'll right. be less expensive. But some people really want Do you it. Think he, I don't think okay, he. Okay, let's yeah. see. So this is. Oh, yeah. How much? It is. Let's see. The, let's see the most recent sale. The cheapest one, six fifty. Oh, that's pretty good. Um, let's see. Sold. But what do you think, like an Aaron Hernandez? Oh, Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's well, what we should much, do. Yeah, how we much should would a non-murderer go? So yeah. recently, recent sales for this card: one sold last month, six sixty. Yeah, but in gem mint condition or ungraded one, four hundred twenty dollars. Yeah, which uh, who? What do we think is going to like cost the most? Like an OJ Simpson, Aaron yeah, Hernandez. Still, OJ Simpson's still alive, so yeah. he, and uh, he's he's probably like signs autographs for like money. Oh, he does. Yeah. That's probably like his. That's all of that's all of his income. income. Yeah, yeah. But that in cameo. Yeah. He's yeah. funny, dude. He well, OJ, like, he got in trouble. Like, what he actually went to jail for after yeah. everything was that he was, like, uh, he stole, like, his own All merchandise his back. Ba- his memorabilia. Yeah. Someone, like, yeah, he's, someone stole his memorabilia and then That's he stole so it back. Um, hold on. Let's see. Aaron Hernandez, signed card. Here's a recent one. Uh, hundred... That's okay, not that's not 90. bad. That's so interesting. You'd it's think way be easier like... to get an Aaron Hernandez merch than Chris Benoit merch. Do, do you think it's because like it's like we can't celebrate a murderer? No, I think it's because they found that Aaron Hernandez was gay. Yeah, that's true. Dude. Yeah, isn't that crazy? He had sex. There's with his also fucking... probably way more signed Aaron Hernandez cards than there are yeah. Chris Benoit uh, cards. Chris Benoit, to be honest. Yeah. Mm. Realistically, there's probably way more of them. What about Cosby merch? There's a lot of. I ones. have a Cosby DVD. 
Cosby. Oh, okay. no, I have a Cosby. I have a sealed Cosby season three I bet DVD. Times. What about Wander Franco? Wander Franco. Wander Franco. His shit took one. a fucking. He so had some of those like expensive yeah. new baseball cards. That's guy who's currently playing. Well, not anymore. Oh yeah, they what got happened? rid of him. What he, happened? Uh, he was like he had in a, a relationship little, with like a fourteen. Year he had a little what's taste. The problem there, baby. Yeah. <laughs> what's the age? What's the? Where were they? Were they in Alabama? Uh, Dominican Republic. That's like that fucking age. Played for the like twelve. Played for the Tampa Bay Rays, but he is he officially released and out of the league now. Yeah, uh, I mean they like did the whole pulling down all his posters in Tampa. And Wait, yeah. but he what's the age of consent in Florida? It can't be not that. fourteen. Are you sure? Yeah, I don't think anywhere is fourteen. No, I think some places are fourteen. Well, there's lo- the, no, so there's ages. <laughs> there's marriage ages are really low. There's some. There's a lot of states in the U.S. that actually have no minimum age. For yeah, marriage. where it's like as long as you have like as long the as the parent, parent as long as the parents like all right, you yeah, can, you, can off on it. you can marry this really cool guy. Now yeah. there's the Josh Giddy. No, thing. wait, that only oh. works. Yeah. It only works. Parental consent is only if it's like a a a a, a girl, right? Like, would you? Who's going to be like you, my son, right? Technically, think, yeah, normally it's just a girl, but I mean, I guess technically it could be the other How way around. cool would that boy be, though? If he has to marry like a 13 year old boy, has to marry like a 35 year old woman? Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd probably not be that cool. Oh, really? Not I think him. getting to fuck the 35 year old is cool, but having to marry him, that's not really that yeah, cool. Why not? You don't like being married, Matt? You don't think that's cool? I don't. If we're all in junior high school and one of the kids fucked the hot teacher, yeah. they're cool. But if they married the hot teacher, that's even cooler, dude. <laughs> Damn, you're gonna get A's all the time. It's like, hey, baby, yeah. I got a big, I got a big chemistry test tomorrow. How so, about you? Let me see the teacher's uh, guide. Uh, uh, interview recently, but it's not a recent interview. But it's uh, Mary Kay Letourneau. Remember? Oh yeah, oh, she nice. like that was and the female teacher who, who slept with the kid. She but went she to married, jail, and yeah. they later got married. Yeah. They married, but then they like had a yeah they had two kids together, and then she like. Wasn't supposed to see him, and then she, I think she got sent to jail two separate times because she was like not supposed to see him, but then they were like in love or whatever. Damn, how good was that dick, dude? Well, yeah. he he was 13, but then there's like this interview where she's trying to say, like, you know, he was the one pursuing me, he had all the power. And like in the interview, he's like, What? He's like, He's like, Okay, you're being kind of weird right now. He's like, I was like 12, like, what are you talking about? And she's yeah. like, No, like, she's like, Tell them, tell them. He's like, What? It's like, You're re- he literally says it, it's so weird. He's like, you're being kind of weird right now, like right. Uh, in the middle of this interview. <laughs> That's oh, awesome. Yeah. She's probably trying to do a little damage control. Well, at this point, it doesn't matter. I think they're, I th- or maybe they're not married anymore. Actually, maybe I think they did finally. But now get they're work. like thirty and fifty. Yeah, yeah. So, so it doesn't matter, yeah. dude. But they're not yeah. your kids. So yeah. there's a guy you know. in the NBA now, Josh Giddy, plays for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Who like this girl like took a picture selfie with him. Mm. And turns out she's 15. But yeah, I think the story is that him. she said she was. He didn't know she was 15. Yeah, I don't know what's or at least that's what he's, he's still playing. he's still playing. And yeah, yeah. it's all. Yeah, good. I wonder how that works if you're like, well, she told me she was 18, and like, yeah. you just get a buy there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. How do you prove that he's saying? That's yeah. also a thing. Like a that's, lot. That is actually why. Uh, you are supposed to set up cameras in your bedroom, yeah, to have yeah. sex. So mm-hmm. that way, and like, and like now they're trying to make it. Oh, that's revenge porn. No, it's just I'm just covering. covering my ass. It's a little. If you insurance. tell anyone I raped you, I'm gonna fucking show this video. Yeah, and yeah. now look, dude. Yeah, smile. You're on candid camera. <laughs> very, very candid. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> let me just uh, let me just set up my tripod here. Yeah. Sound testing. One, two, one, two. There's been a few athletes who've had that happen where like women have hooked up with them and then taken a selfie and posted online and like bragged about it. And then mm. that guy becomes like embroiled in a controversy. Yeah, I remember after uh, with Julian Edelman, some girl yeah. after they won the Super Bowl, maybe one of their recent Super Bowls like that the Patriots won. And then she just 
just post a selfie. She'd be like, I just fucked Edelman and he's passed out. Yeah. Nice, oh, I do dude. remember that. Um, I think my favorite one. You didn't get in She wasn't under Yeah, either. the Yarmir Yager one was yeah, a fun one. This like, girl's like 19 Ooh. and he was like in his 40s. She posted That's a picture. That's cool, dude. I know. He was just kind of like, yeah, I did. Yeah. He, he was, was single, uh, yeah, too. Yeah, so it cares, like, dude. who cares? Yeah, that's awesome. And nothing ever came of it. What's the biggest age gap you could ever... He might be one of my favorite hockey just players. Just Yarmir Yager. Yeah, he's a man. Yeah. Um, oldest age gap you can... I think they say it's like half your age plus seven. Yeah, but what, what I mean, be. personally, Matthew. Um, I don't know. I've never... The biggest age gap I had... I haven't had... I actually, when I was 19, I hooked up with a 29-year-old. That's not too bad. That was my biggest age... The, the other way my biggest age gap was like... Only like... I was 26 and I dated a 22-year-old. And I remembered at the time thinking she was like very immature. Nice, dude. Which... But I think that goes like case by case. I don't think that's yeah, like... That's yeah. I once got a hand job from a 50-something woman after an open mic. Nice. That was another cool open mic experience. Yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> bad experiences, only <laughs> sick never, ones where I get fucking yeah. some ass. Never yeah. bombed. <laughs> Always got Never just off. killed and then get some handies afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Just the normal experience of an open mic comedian. Just living. Just living. Yeah. No, I think... At this point, I'm 33. I don't think nice. I could date a girl who was, like, under 22, 21. Why not, dude? I mean, if I have to, like, sneak a, my girl into a bar. While you don't have, well, not 21, dude. That's the perfect age. Yeah. I don't know. She what about her, you? What's, what's the biggest age gap you've had? Biggest age gap of just, like, being In with general, her? Yeah. Probably ten years. Uh, yeah, my parents are ten that's years. A good age. That's yeah, like my parents years. are ten years apart. But I think, I mean, ten years. Obviously, it depends on like what the you know. If you're 25 yeah. with a 15 year old, there's an eight year age gap between yeah. me and Kelly. But I'm so fucking stupid and immature. And yeah, exactly. All the time and out. Yeah. yeah. She's like, you got to go to the doctor. I'm like, I don't have to fucking go to a doctor. Yeah. And she's like, you're nearly 40. I'm like, all right, I'll go to a fucking doctor. <laughs> yeah, you probably do it. Did, when did you go? Did you go to a doctor? Like just last check year. up. Last that year. was last year. And then I like got like that statin the, for my cholesterol. Yeah. Well, no, first I got my fucking lump removed. I had a tumor <laughs> in my fucking brain. And I was just like, what, I was going to wear in your brain. No, I just had like a, t- I had like a, like a lump cyst on or my, something. Yeah, it was a cyst. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to wear baseball caps and cover this fucker up. Yeah. And I'm like, OK, I'm good. So I was just wearing hats. And then Kelly was like, you need to get this checked out. So I went to a doctor and the doctor like rubbed it. And he was like, does that hurt? I'm like, yeah, it hurts because I was told. You have to say it hurts or they won't operate on it. Okay. So I said it hurt. But it didn't hurt. It didn't really hurt. And so I, that's why I was never like inclined to get it treated. And then the doctors cut it open. It's like a collection of fat cells that somehow accumulated in my forehead. So yeah. I got that cut that's out. Gross. And then I got, yeah, it was fucking crazy. Cause like, Did you have to keep it? No. Like, um, so it wasn't, like, it wasn't like a tumor or anything. Oh, it was just, just like, like a fat. collection of fat. So what he did was like he gave me an anesthetic. And then literally like, I was like awake and it could like he was like cutting into me. And I could hear my skin like ripping, and I was like, "Oh, that's weird." And then like, like I had like a little sheet over my face, yeah. And it was just like covered. Laying down? Yeah, I was like laying down. I was laying down, and they had a little sheet over my head. And then I guess like they had like a little like, you know, circle where they were gonna like cut open. Yeah, yeah. It was quick. It was like a twenty-minute thing. They cut it out. They cleaned it out, and he said, "Some stitches." Yeah, and I I got some stitches. I have like a little bit of a scar. Yeah, I have like a little scar, and. and it was just like, and then it was over, you know, and he said, you know, well, well we don't see any, um, there wasn't any, like, there wasn't like an actual like tumor thing. 
and nothing had like nerves or anything, so they didn't worry about it growing back. But they no. said, if it grows back, let us know. But that was like over a year ago. How many times while you had that thing did you say, it's not a tumor? I said it multiple times. <laughs> lot, they were right? like, what is that lump? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, like kind of when that. you lost that, you lost your ability to yeah. say that. That's what brought me and Joe together is that we both had things in our yeah. head that weren't tumors. <laughs> <laughs> your five-year anniversary of your thing Yeah, just this came week, up. Uh, today, today is five years to the day where I got the MRI and then they sent me straight to ICU. And it was like three days I was in there. December 11th is the day of the surgery. My brain surgery. Mm, yep. Nice, dude. But yeah, that one I was completely knocked out. I was completely out for because they had to like go in my brain. It was cool. I had like stitch. I remember like the stitches. And then like when I left, I had like a big old band aid on my forehead. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, ah, shit. You know, I'm going to be all fucked up. I thought it was going to be like a huge fucking get like a big fucking. Remember, like, when, like, kids in the 90s would get, like, a scar and it was, like, that big puffy scar? Yeah. yeah. You know, I was worried about that, but I'm glad it's just, like, a yeah. little fucking scar. Yeah, I got a scar know? now on the back of my neck from that, but you can't really see. Yeah. At the time, it was, like, pretty sick. Yeah, dude. Um, and now I'm a, oh, maybe maybe when I'm in my 40s, I'll treat myself to a little plastic surgery and get yeah. it taken care of. Yeah, they wouldn't let me it, keep They wouldn't I, let me I, I keep it either. I wanted to, because mine, it was, like, a bl- kind of like a blood clot. So it was, and it was like the size of a golf ball. So yeah. it was like, they took a picture for me, I but I wanted to keep it like bringing in a jar to like comedy shows at Comedy Fight Club, have it yeah, on stage. they made the right decision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They did everybody a favor by not. Yeah. They, well, they always it. have to like take, because I had like another, I had an actual like tumor tumor, like uh, I guess 10 years ago now. Really? Yeah, it was on my back. And they cut that out, and they had to send it in to make sure it wasn't like you know cancerous or anything. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and then it was like fu- it was like a benign tumor. Yeah. So that, thank God ones. for that. Yeah. Have Those you ever had any ones. big like injuries, surgeries? <laughs> surgeries? No, but I broke my leg and my wrist, Ooh. and right before I moved to New York, I was creating this uh, pickup basketball league with a bunch of like guys who were in film and stuff. And uh, I tore my calf muscle, my left one, right there. Luckily, it was high up. And uh, I was, like, in a walking boot for probably, like, a month. It sucked. Ooh, how'd you break the leg and wrist? Leg, wrist was, I was probably, like, six years old, and my dad was, like, doing some work in our backyard, and he left a ladder out there. And I was doing, like, hopscotch. It was, like, laid flat, and I was trying to, like, do kind of, like, hopscotch on the ladder, and I just tripped and just, like... Oof! Damn. Like, and I remember, like, my wrist was like that. <laughs> oh man! Oh, you know? Shit! Yeah. You know? And you didn't need surgery for, to fix it? No. It, that, uh, but you were like a kid. Though, Maybe right? I did. No, I don't think I had surgery. They can just it. if your wrist is bent like that, you would usually. Maybe think, they put yeah. me out and like reset it, but there wasn't okay. like any sort of nothing, no knife, yeah, no cutting. Yeah. And then my leg was when I was in, I think, like maybe ninth or tenth grade. I was playing. Uh, touch football with some friends and it was like a r- kind of rainy day and I didn't have shoes and so my friend was like you can wear these shoes and they were uh Iversons if yeah. you remember the Iversons yeah but he had like they had been totally worn down so they were like yeah. almost like wrestling no traction shoes. Like it was like Iverson shoes. it was like oh, Iverson yeah. on the nuggets yeah and so I was well they were just worn down like wrestling shoes or whatever and then I was running I was like playing wide receiver and I was running and then I just slipped, and, like, my one leg went forward, my right one, and then I just sat on my, like, I guess, uh, fibula? Tibia. Tibia, bottom, one of, yeah. whatever one of them, and I just 
snapped That's it. like what, that's kind of what happened. I broke my leg in like junior high school roller skating. Oh man. It was a similar thing where I had played roller hockey and I so I knew roller blades, but even that I played goalie because I wasn't that good of a skater. Yeah. But I knew at least how to move a little bit, but roller skates was like the fat like two wheels in front, two yeah. on the back. So I was like hugging the wall while all my friends are having a nice time and I get off, I start kind of going, I go to make a turn and on blades you like turn with it. Yeah. But on skates you're like on blocks. Right. So yeah, I different. start to turn and same thing, right leg swings around, left leg just buckled right under yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. That's, at least it was yeah. like you got that shit out of your system as like young guys, like where yeah. your body just bounces back. I mean, this calf thing was fucking four years ago. You're still a young man. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you, have your <laughs> you have your whole future ahead of you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. My body's been breaking down. It's yeah. pa- that's part of getting older, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, your body fucking breaks. It sucks, dude. Yeah, I just that's got all sorts of nagging injuries all the time. I, I guess like your body needs to start breaking down as you get older so you can accept death. And it feels <laughs> like a release. You know? Yeah. Because, like, if you're, like, fucking in your... Damn, if I was, like, in my 20s, and if I had the body and resiliency and tenacity of my 20s throughout my entire life, I'd never want to die. Yeah. You know? But I feel like... If I feel like this now, by the time I'm fucking 80, I'm going to be ready to fucking die, dude. Yeah. There's no way I'm going to... Oh, life's fucking great. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm ready to die, it dog. Has, I really wonder what my body would be if I had, like, stuck it's like stuck in wrestling. Because yeah. I was, like, 21, and my body was, like... It was, like, a 10-step process getting out of bed every morning because I had, like, yeah. back and knee issues. Like, that's at 21. If I had kept doing that, what would I have well, I mean, been? you can yeah. look at all these wrestlers who are I fucking mean, yeah, living in yeah. hell. Yeah. yeah. Like, those wrestlers that can't even, like, walk anymore. Yeah. Like yeah. Or, like, Ronnie Remember? Coleman, the fucking professional bodybuilder. Oh, yeah. yeah it was, like, buddy. all about, like, fucking putting up these crazy weights. And now Well, he like, fucked his back he's up. He's, like, fucked up. He's borderline crippled now. Well, that yeah. was, yeah, because that's, like, he just fucked his yeah, back it up. Was like, like it was, like, squatting, like, he insane was, amounts yeah, of Yeah, because, like, bodybuilders are supposed to be, like, high rep, low weights. But he was doing, like... Heavy, heavy weights and fucking high reps. And yeah. It was, like, it was borderline power lifter. And then these interviews he does now is like an old crippled man. He's like, I do it all over again. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And it's like, that's just the mentality you need to have. Yeah. But also. I mean, most on. athletes, I think, who are kind of bodies are all fucked up. There. It's kind of it's almost like a badge of honor because like I gave so much to this and it was. Yeah. Perfect. And you're just like, man, you know, you're on top and yeah. it's worth it. I think for a lot scary. of yeah. yeah. Thank God we have our health. Yeah. And our incredible whatever's, skills. Whatever's and left of it. much like golf, comedy is something we can do for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Yes. That's what I really enjoy about comedy. Golf is the comedy of sports. It really is. That's what I've always said. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. Like, like you know, like George Burns yeah. and... Uh, Jackie Mason. Jackie yeah. Mason, exactly. I and saw Jackie yeah. Mason probably like maybe 10 years ago in Toronto. And it's the only headliner I've ever seen who has an intermission. That's so, that's so probably, funny. He's probably just got to take a piss or something. Uh, or sit down. Yeah. Hey, my body ain't so, what it used to be. Damn, I want to see, like, I haven't ever seen a really old comic do a headline. Have you ever seen one, Joe? Not really. I'd like to see, I wish I could have seen Don Rickles when he was yeah, alive. Yeah, me too. That would have been cool. George Carlin near the end, and he was, yeah. he didn't take it. He was, like, pretty spry. Yeah, he was pretty good. How It was good, though? It was okay. It was, like, it was good. I, I was probably, like, 14 or 15, mm-hmm. but it, it was just funny because he... It was in this, like, huge theater in Toronto, like, you know, 3,000 people, and yeah. he literally treated it like he was at a fucking open mic. That's cool. Uh, like what else br- is going on? Comes out, no, he comes out. He's got, like, a legal pad. Oh, funny. And he's just like, I'm going to read off of this. And, you know, he kind of just is, like, don't be very, like, you know, going back to the pad. Yeah. Just well, because he he's very, like, written. 
like everything oh, he said. Yeah. Every yeah. word. He's it's so like a performance. It's, yeah. it's like a it's like a play almost because a lot of it every is, word is, yeah. is it's it's not just like oh he said something funny but also the words he used and like oh he memorized it. He he has like that. It's it's very rhythmic and you can see that. I mean like I I I think I watched recently on HBO. It was either Jamming in New York or What Am I Doing in New Jersey? Like one of those like where he was. Jamming, Carlin. jamming in New York. I like that. Was that like the early '90s one where he's like got the ponytail and yeah. he's like, "Abortion's cool." Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's wrong with this? <laughs> not a woman. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, Carlin. Well, it's cool because he pivoted in his in his older because like you know in the '50s he was like just a regular fucking comic, the hippy dippy weatherman. Yeah. <laughs> he's just doing impressions then, on the yeah. Tonight Show. Yeah, like '70s he was like hippie, and then like in the '80s he was more radical, and then the yeah. '90s he was like anti-establishment. Yeah, and then his last special. Uh, it was originally titled, Sometimes I Like It When A Lot Of People Die. Oh, yeah. That and then was, 9-11 yeah, happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, I better retitle. I guess I don't like it when a lot of people die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. 9-11 was pretty fucking chill, dude. I think it was pretty sick. That was fucking awesome, honestly, dude. Those courageous young men on the plane. I'm a big fan of the new 9-11. The one in Israel Israel last month. Is it really a new 9-11? Is that the thing? Yeah. Really? Israel's Mm. 9-11. Was it? Yeah, and my joke is that that's what I've been calling the first one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I've been trying to do that joke on stage, yeah. and literally people just stare at me blankly. Yeah, it, it's like, such a because people are like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "What?" Other, like, like, really? You guys yeah. don't know that Israel is involved yeah, in the first other, time ever? Like, we got to get this guy. <laughs> we got to get this guy off Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> like, really? You've never heard of that Israel was involved in 9/11? Dancing yeah. Israelis, nothing. Yeah, every once in a while I'll do like a joke um, where I'm just like something about me being Jewish. And I'm like, I got the text in the morning telling me not to go into work. And a lot of people d- it just re- don't even know. That's the thing is like there is like a, you know, a credible case that uh, whatever, it's probably a conspiracy. But still, like, you know, there are people certainly some people think Israel had some involvement. Potentially a 9-11. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, America also had involvement in 9-11. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That as well. Af- and yeah. Saudi Arabia, whatever. Yeah. Like, But I'm just, you know, when you say that, people are like, what are you talking yeah. about? It's weird. I don't think they even yeah. know. Like, we need more anti-Semitic comedy audiences to get um, our... I'm doing some heavy lifting in terms of anti-Semitic comedy. So. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe because <laughs> they don't like the mirror you're holding up to society. Well, maybe. Yeah. I think that's it. Maybe. You got a feat of strength, Matthew? Yes. This and don't say human strength. endeavors. Human endeavors. Yeah. What is? Instead like, of feats of strength, yeah, feats of t- the, st- the true strength is like the will to keep living. Mm. Yeah. No, I got a uh, French Canadian strongman. Star guest is Canadian this there we week. Go. There we Louis go. Cyr, Cyr. His recorded feats include lifting 500 pounds with one finger. And I'm not sure how you actually do that. He's like, well, you probably like have like a. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I bet it's. I bet they wrap. I bet it's like they put a Chinese finger trap on his finger. Yeah. And then they attach it to like 500 pounds. And you just go, yeah, probably That's probably it. Barbell. Yeah. This is like late 1800s, early 1900s, which I think just anything in history, like sports and feats and stuff <laughs> you hear about from that time, could have been made up and enough people just believed yeah, it. Yeah, 500 pounds is a finger. Yeah, that's yeah, that's odd. like something your grandfather. Oh, my God, I could lift five hundred pounds with my finger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like those cartoons where it's like the guys wearing like a leopard print unitard, and yeah. he has like a dumbbell and he's holding it up yeah, like this. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. He's yeah. got that big mustache and a shaved head. Yeah, <laughs> he, um, according to uh, the International Federation of Bodybuilding, 
uh, he was the strongest man ever based on his lifts for his time period comparing against other ones. He, uh, from the age of 12, he worked in a lumber camp during the winters and on the family's farm the rest of the year. He's almost, it sounds like almost like one of those like Brock Lesnar upbringings. Well, Gordie like, Howe, that's like Gordie Howe. Gordie yeah. Howe worked on like, dude, look, go look at photos of Gordie Howe yeah. when he was like a teenager. He like worked on like a farm or some shit in Saskatchewan. He was a fucking unit. That yeah. You just get these guys who like are genetically gifted and really, and then they just work like with lumber or, or on farms. Or uh, Tim Horton, actually. You ever Tim Horton, yeah. You ever see that photo he was a unit. He's fucking jacked. Yeah, oh, yeah Tim Horton. All that coffee and donuts he had. Yeah. No, he, actually, <laughs> he, he didn't do any of that stuff. He just drank. Yeah, drank Tim Horton. He, was, so he died in a DUI. Yeah. Oh, fuck or, yeah, dude. Uh, drunk driving accident. That's the way yeah. to go. Yeah. He was, um, uh, so he was a hockey player, the Tim Horton. Yes. And then toward, in his later years, he opened up like. One coffee shop. Yeah. I don't think he ever lived to like see it become Tim no, Horton. No, no, no. He so, yeah. died like very early. That's um, wild. But yeah, Louis Sear started his strongman career at the age of 17. Some publicity came out due to an incident when the young Louis was reported to have lifted a farmer's heavily laden wagon out of the mire in which it had become stuck. It's Could crazy. All these, there was just some news story probably. Just like, someone's like, fuck, this whole big farming thing is in the ditch. And then this giant guy's like, I'll get it out. He does. And there's one newspaper article and he becomes famous from that. <laughs> <laughs> And then um, he died at uh, the. Oh, he also wrestled a giant. They just did, uh, he was okay. A giant. This yeah. is this yeah, is borderline like Greek mythology, yeah. dude. What a, he also well, how big was he yeah. if he wrestled a giant? He was five foot eight, weighed three hundred and sixty five yeah. pounds, and he, he faced was five eight three sixty five. Yeah. What? Wait a minute. That's like me. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. He was a tank. Well, he's a big fucking he just looks guy. He's like a normal American. He, he looks, looks like, like William American. Taft. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and he wrestled someone who was eight foot two, 365 pounds. All right, this is bullshit. There's no yeah, eight foot two wrestler. He also cleaned the Aegean stables and slayed yeah. the name and lion. <laughs> and fucking, um, come on, man. Yeah. Well, also, so much of this stuff was just like on carnivals. Um, but I'll yeah, they, you, I'll tell you the new fear of strength is Brock Lesnar's fucking daughter. You yeah. see oh, that? Oh yes, what Brock a Lesnar's crazy. daughter. She looks like a trans she Brock looks like Lesnar. Him, yeah, in a wig. It's insane, and she just that whole family just has to be fucking ridiculously huge. Yeah. Like they have to be strong because they'd be. She's probably just been eating like a steak for every meal since she was like a little kid. Oh, absolutely, nothing but like like steak and protein powder and eggs. Yeah, it's crazy, and like you know. Brock seems like the kind of guy that like really pushes like the kids to like achieve and like mm. you're Brock Lesnar's fucking daughter. You yeah, know? that's wild. And he's married to fucking what's Sable. Yeah, I think uh, that daughter got a lot more of the Brock Lesnar genes than well, the Sable is, genes. Is Sable her Sable mom or is oh, it from maybe. an earlier marriage? I might have been in a uh, different. I know he has kids, I think, from a different marriage. I'm not sure. Seems like she just Sable again. Sable was a female the, wrestler. And then she used to date Stone Cold too. No, she dated Mark Miro. Deborah dated uh, yes. Stone Cold. So that's what it was. There was a wrestler, mm. Mark Miro, who was just dating Sable. Mark Miro comes to WWE. Vince meets his wife, and is just like, "You're the star." She had never wrestled or performed or anything. Oh, really? He just thought she was so hot. They put her on TV, 
And then she ends up leaving Mark Miro and later dates Brock Lesnar. I remember seeing an interview with Mark Miro at one point where he was uh, saying, this is like years later, but he said he heard that his uh, uh, ex-wife was dating another wrestler or dating someone else. He's like, all right, who is it? I'll go kick their ass. And heard Brock Lesnar. He's like, you know what? We can let Brock. Things (laughs) happen. (laughs) Hell yeah, man. Um, But yeah, Louis Sear died. He was, uh, his health began to decline due to excessive eating and inactivity. Uh oh! So what happened to me? He just kept eating at as a 360 pound bodybuilder, but then Oof, tough didn't on, tough on the joints. But then didn't yeah. exercise. And how uh, old he, was he when he died? He slimmed down and then died. Um, was it uh, 1912? So he was like 49 years old. That's right. That's pretty. He good slimmed run. down, but then died of nephritis, which is an inflammation of the kidneys. Yeah, that sounds right. Probably not drinking yeah. enough water. Yeah, all uh, these I think if you're 365 pounds, 5'8". That yeah, that's the thing. All <laughs> these guys, like, as they get older, if you're, like, giant like that, you kind of have... There's not a lot of old people over 200 pounds. Yeah. No. Yeah, like, you don't... Definitely, you don't see, like, the giant 400-pound 70-year-olds. Yeah. Stuff. Even, sucks. like, uh, the biggest, like, football players, the ones who, like, live long, get healthy, are the ones who, like, were offensive linemen and then all of a sudden, like, drop weight and get on the cover oh, yeah, of, like, yeah, muscle yeah. and fitness. For sure. Like, Even though they're still huge. They're still, like, 220 pounds, but they just were 320 pounds. Right. Oh, yeah, like Tony Siragusa, although he, that's a bad example. Yeah, because he just, he just stayed died. fat and died. But, well, no, you know he got skinny, I think. He did? I thought he got, oh, no, no, I'm, saying, no, no, I'm not thinking Tony Siragusa. I'm thinking of, uh, like, Jeff Saturday. Yeah, he's, like he, he got, slimmed he down. Like Joe, off- Thomas. Joe Thomas. Yeah. Yeah, some of these offensive linemen, like, they're so strong that they actually have, like, amazing bodies underneath, like, what they well, have. Well, I saw, I read this thing about Joe Thomas where he was essentially saying he, he didn't want to be that big, but you just, you have to be that large to be an offensive lineman. So, yeah. literally, part of his job is just eating because you have to, it's, you have to at some like, point, it's yeah. just. Like the heavier you are, the you know the more you can move people, and the harder you are to move. So and also, if you're them. athletic and three hundred pounds, if you're athletic and two hundred fifty pounds, you just won't be able to stop people as much. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, these like bot, yeah, the Ronnie Coleman's of the world. Even though Ronnie Coleman's fucking awesome, Dorian Yates is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. he's, he's fucking, cool. Also, he's fuck- in fact, most bodybuilders are pretty fucking cool. Man. I think so. Arnold Schwarzenegger, come on, baby. Yeah, what uh, Lou Ferrigno? Yeah, Lou Ferrigno is pretty cool. Most bodybuilders are pretty fucking cool, my dude. Yeah, I think so. Joe Gorman? Joe Gorman. You're more of a power lifter, though. Yeah, but I'm both, baby. You're a power lifter and a bodybuilder. I'm that that intersection on the Venn diagram of bodybuilders and power lifters. (laughs) (laughs) Power lifter, bodybuilder, Joe Gorman. That's right, baby. (laughs) Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Well, Danny, where can people find you aside from Instagram? Oh, uh, they cannot <laughs> find me on Instagram. Well, you could find you me got on a Instagram. new Instagram. I got Instagram now. Danny Jokes 2.0. I'm hopefully going to get my old one back, but it's been the more time that. Follow Danny elapses. on his new Instagram. He needs it right now yeah, more than ever. Or Twitter, Danny Jokes on Twitter. Those are good. Hell yeah, man. Awesome. Thank you for joining yeah. us. Thank awesome. you for having me. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, All right. Fun. We'll see you guys next time. Stick around for the Patreon. Later. Hell yeah.